Hi, Dolapo. Good evening. Hi. Hi, Ben. So great to be on your show. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have you on the Blue Citron podcast. Welcome. And uh, knowing that you also have your own podcast, so I feel, you know, really... I know. We're kindred spirits <laughs> in the podcasting world. Sure. Oh, I feel lucky and uh, privileged <laughs> to have you on. Thanks, Bim. Thanks. Thank you so much. So, Dolapo, I would let you start with introducing yourself. Um, I mean, for the benefit of, of our viewers, the Lapo is a very, oh, viewers, for our listeners rather, yeah. the Lapo is a very good friend of, of mine. And uh, we've known uh, uh, each other for a while now. I met her through another amazing friend. And she's just been, the Lapo is in the property business. You know, I'm not going to say anything else. The Lapo, can you tell us who you are, your name, and everything else? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kim. So it's Dolapo. People call me Dolly, you know. And um, basically, I got into property 12 years ago and started um, investing, sort of buying. I bought my first property with a friend, and um, she's now in property as well, full time. And then I did a few. Um, flips where you buy a property refurbish it put it back on the market to sell and very quickly matched my salary so i just thought well what's the point if i'm doing this for one or two hours a day and uh-huh. i'm getting and I'm, um, I'm i'm making this much then if i was doing this full time then it should really work out and you know it was very good it was a very wow. good um gamble in a sense but it, you know i wouldn't say gamble and i was a very educated um, calculated risk that I took, but anyway, yeah. um, two years later, I quit uh, quit my job, went into this full time. So now I have a company. I have two companies. One is a development company. It's called CityGate Property Development, and then mm-hmm. following up the back of. So we do mainly refurbishments in that company, and you know the same business refurbs developments that sort of thing. And then um, re- more recently, I set up CityGate Homes which is the sort of management part of it, because now we have a portfolio of owned and managed properties. So we have all of them sort of managed by CityGate Homes. So that's what I've been doing. And then, of course, because of the lockdown, you know, just like you, we set up a a Property Mom podcast. And it's so interesting because the podcast really was one day I was coming back from a training I'd gone for, and I realized that my (laughs) life is really about being a mom because you know like I have two <laughs> kids that are under four one is uh, four and the other one is two and juggling okay. life with them and the property business I was just like I should really talk about this experience <laughs> like yeah property mom <laughs> thing but yeah so yeah. once in a while I'll throw in a few things about the kids but mainly it's about property investing so that's so that's me in a nutshell uh-huh. really. mm-hmm. oh fantastic thank you so much yeah. well Guys, you heard a property mom. Honestly, <laughs> you need to go on a podcast. I have, and I'm just in awe. Honestly, if you meet the couple, you would, uh, you'd be like, okay, how can, how can a mother be able and the wife be able to put all of this together? It's, it's Thank amazing. You. I have seen the couple in action, so <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It yeah. is not easy. I've, I have seen her in action myself. Oh yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that, like. <laughs> Have the baby, or the first time we met, you did, yes, oh yes. God, I, yes, I had the baby with me. I was talking business, and Honestly. yeah, so you were looking at me like, What? 
yeah it's 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 mind blowing yeah. so honestly i just yeah, yeah. I, i was in like oh my god this is this is one heck of a woman <laughs> thank you so it's it's very nice to know how you've actually ended up in this sort of you know career mm-hmm. path where in oil and gas before you moved on to yes, to profit like you mhm mhm and very interesting because people always think okay oil and gas oil and gas yeah. oil and gas for you left oil and gas and you waved it goodbye and <laughs> and they never looked back <laughs> they never looked back that's a very good question to ask because indeed when i was in oil and gas and i was really excited when i got the job you know it was one of the bigger multinationals it was an exciting experience and i did enjoy my time with them but one yeah. of the things that i struggled with throughout you know and and i don't know if you had this in that i was very excited to go into the corporate world it was really my dream from when i was young right even though my dad yeah. was an entrepreneur so this entrepreneurial thing i really picked it up from sort of the lessons he 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 kind of always in, you know sort of imbibed that in me but um, yeah. i always wanted to be in the corporate world so while i was in co- in corporate i enjoyed that experience but i also had some major challenges within it which i'm not sure if you've experienced where you know there was a particular year where i had put so much effort into into you know i i i knew this was supposed to be my promotion year you know how sometimes you kind of know how the cycle works right you've been yeah, in the role yeah. for about like one and a half years two years you know if you do really well in this year you will get that promotion but then yeah. all of the work traveling late nights everything putting my effort into it um that year there was a major um the company ran into a major issue which you know yeah, i guess right. it was one of those types of um black swan events for the company and it really impacted right. their bottom line and uh-huh. um because of that there was a freeze on all jobs free sorry, freeze on promotions freeze on uh-huh. you know on any increases and i just thought all of this effort you know and for nothing effectively it was like yeah. well i'm sorry you know <laughs> maybe try again next year and i just thought i didn't quit my job that day obviously but i realized yeah. i needed to take more control of my life at least <laughs> no honestly i'm laughing because that sounds like my story <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's but we so, live and we learn and we live today So it's yeah, in, it's, it's interesting that point is that at some point I realized okay I want to leave this and I started looking for other options and this is the thing about yeah. getting to edu- education you know I started yeah. researching about how to get into property I knew I knew I was going to go into property it's always been a dream of mine to build up assets anyway but what I didn't right. realize was that I was going to end up quitting my job like straight away like oh, you know I thought it was just going to be something I'd be doing alongside Well, I really uh-huh. found that I had a massive flair for it and that I loved it. And this is 10 years on and I love wow. like because I say property meets you where you are. Like if you want to go big, you can go big. If you want to keep it simple, you can keep it simple. You just find what works for you. If you want to do it along with your day job, you can do that. You know, it just meets you where you you know. So property investing, I feel like everybody should be should be I'm like a major evangelist for it. So Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Okay, this is I mean, like I said, yeah, I guess uh, we all sort of had that experience where you you put in so much, you bend your back, mm-hmm. you do so much and then yes. you know, you're just informed, oh, let's try again next year. Yeah. And next yeah. year, and next year and you start to wonder, you know, you know what? It's like high time, you know, start looking after myself type of, you know, yeah. thing. So, I think uh, you 
made the right decision um yeah. and, and i mean look at how well you've grown uh in this in yeah. this business in this and yeah gonna ask you the skills that helped you to grow but just looking at or listening to you you know the education learning about it yeah. that's I'll, i'll take that as one important uh, aspect oh, but yeah. I, I skills that has helped you grow within the property property world within the property world so i would say education and constant of course as you said constantly educated so I'll, i'll come to a story um about last year that sort of impacted yeah. my business this year and it's yeah. all about this whole educating because i read a lot of books and in fact at some point i couldn't take time to read so i listen to a lot of books right mm-hmm. and i think it's very important as um, an individual to constantly be self improving so whether yeah. it's not just about your business you know personally in all the different spheres of your life just constantly be trying to to be improving yourself so even spiritually because everything kind of ties into you being a whole complete person right Yeah. So, yeah. um one of the books I was reading which I recommend for anybody who's in business, especially if you're in business that's not interfaced with anything digital. There's a book called 24 Assets. It's by a guy called Daniel Priestley. And that uh-huh. book is what got me down this journey. So, effectively, earlier in, in that that was last year January, um I just came by the book, you know, it was it was one of those recommended books on Audible, and I listened to it and it opened my mind and my eyes to the fact that if you have a business, cuz I have brick bricks and mortar business, right? Yeah. And right. if you're not forward thinking over the next 5 to 10 years of making sure that you have an online digital assets that's supporting that business, you're going you're going to run into problems. It was like hmm. even if you're in bricks and mortar whatever, It doesn't matter yeah. you still need to make sure that you are somebody that's very well optimized online. And I really right. think it really but it made me think. So I say thinking well I should really be thinking about. So he talks about something called product clusters which I always go on about where you have all these different aspects that um make up your business. So one would be the core business but then you have this sort of freebies, you have you know all these things that I now fully understood in the whole digital marketing world now that I've immersed myself So that's what I was doing the whole of last year. So that book triggered that. And guess what then happened? So I prepared myself. I started getting <laughs> all these digital assets. But you know where we're going, right? Yeah. As of January of this year, this is where this whole, you know, like the podcast, creating yeah. um different courses. I was working hard at these things and I didn't even know why I was doing it. I was just like uh, it, it almost felt like you had a premonition, I'm no? I'm telling you, <laughs> you. You don't understand. So that when this then happened, so like I I was like, "Oh my god." It was like a setup. <laughs> it was like wow. I was completely prepared to take off with this, with this. You know, it's unfortunate with, you know, COVID-19 has been terrible in so many ways. I had close friends pass away with it. You know, yes. but it's yeah. at the same time, you know, it's almost like like how can one have foreseen this type of thing to happen that would be this sort of major disruptor? you know yeah. so but yeah it is it is so oh, yeah of course we're talking about education so mm-hmm. yeah and then um and then i think just being resilient you know we're talking about skills right so being strong and resilient against against hard times because you know whether you're in corporate world or in you're in real you know you're in your own business you always come across difficult times and it's you know just having that tenacity and that ability to power through you know and i always say you know take the time cry you know do the weeping and you know pour it out and in any way you can but then pick yourself mm. up like just literally 
know that okay i've cried i'm done i'm now going to find a way out of this situation and you know even with all of this that happened with the whole um uh covid-19 um and the lockdown it some of my business is one aspect of my business which was in, in sort of the tourism side um which yeah. is how we met actually that um, yeah. entire business just fell off the cliff like literally yeah. fell off and you know i i i had a, a one episode where i talked about needing to kind of go back and reassess yourself and mm-hmm. you know it's when you're in the dark times and the difficult times that your brain is on it's like you're on survival mode and you're yeah. trying to figure out how am i going to get out of this situation and then amazing you know amazing solutions come up when you when things are good you're kind of on autopilot you're just moving along and you know you know you're not really thinking about it but when things go bad that's it's almost like the situation um opens up for you to really you know change the direction and the trajectory of your business or your life so so yeah so i'd say definitely resilience against difficult times it's it's another skill that one has to build up within them mm. so Uh, yeah and then in the property space um more yeah. of networking networking is one thing that i definitely could have done better at um okay. within my business and networking a lot more and sort of just being very very present in you know in that in connecting with people but um but yeah networking is very very valuable and meeting people especially people who have done gone ahead of you you know meet understanding yes. how you know they've walked the walk right and i tell people exactly. behind me that want to get on the property you need somebody ahead of you who steps yeah. on all the landmines to tell you where they are exactly <laughs> so, exactly so that's wow. that's my thing it's making sure that you're constantly speaking to people who who are two or three steps ahead of you so mm-hmm. but, yeah wow on, on honestly already i have learned even a whole lot more <laughs> um just you know speaking with you and um i i picked uh, something from what you said uh no matter what it is you know wherever and whatever pick yourself up that's yeah. just i think that's just very powerful and having you know that resilience that's super powerful and i think it's very um poignant in this times so of this uh corona covid period you know everyone is going through challenges you know people have yeah. lost people um you have lost some people as you said and you know businesses have been impacted and if we start looking at even different regions uh globally you know uh, some some places don't quite still get it because uh, coronavirus may not even be what would be their challenge but their day to day life activity has been impacted by this coronavirus we're talking about people that you know if they don't get out of their house they would not have food on their table yeah. at the end of the day yeah. you know so it is um picking yourself up and uh, having that resilience it's so so important you know mm-hmm. and for our listeners out there you know um it's not perfect for anyone of course mm-hmm. and whatever challenges it is especially during this time we just need to pick ourselves up you know yeah, so thank true. you thank you dolapo thank you dolly <laughs> thank you so much for that so it sounds as if you've done it all right i do <laughs> not know but is there any challenge that is coming up that you feel your 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 looking to take up and crush anything else out there for you to 
to well, win over and just, you know, crush it and make it happen. <laughs> so I, I think um, one of the things, and this is from somebody that I met recently, is, you know, constantly trying to expand yourself, right? So I have mm-hmm. some of these projects that I call my bread and butter projects. They're very simple yeah. projects to get into the res- residential um, development. You buy the property. You, you remodel it. I always say, and this is one of the key learnings I picked up very early in my property journey is if you're going to be an investor, be an investor. If you're going to buy property and just buy it at home, that's a strategy yeah. and that's fine. But if you yeah. say you're an investor, first of all, never use cash alone because you're not an investor, you're just buying property. Always use the power of leverage, you know, and you know, leverage meets you again at any point. If you're if you're risk averse, then you don't have to do the full whack where you go like 70, 80%, you can do 50%, but at least let your money work harder because especially in London, if you're not using leverage to buy property, i.e. like a mortgage or some type of finance, then, you know, the valuation on the cash that you put into the property, by the time the return on investment is very low, by the time you look at rental yields. So um, understanding how to use your money. And then when you're in a project, if you want to be an investor, one of the key aspect of buying a property is making sure that you can add value you're not waiting for time to dictate how you know, the value of your property how high the value of property is going to be so say you, you your idea is to buy a property maybe too bad wait five years for the value to go up actually no there are more creative ways to convert that property into a three bed or four bed and then add the immediate value from the onset so that in six right. months you can pretty much take out all of your cash and recycle to the next project so that's how people make their portfolio grow it's a very well-known strategy so mm. so that's what i've employed over the last like five or six years once i had that initial capital to build up and i've only had to top up in every other project because i'll go in six months later i can pull out my cash move into the next project that sort of thing mm. um wow okay. Uh, okay so that's my typical that's what i call the bread and butter but then i i I go to church um a number of years ago which i really wanted to do something with but the location is really far away and when i say i bought a church it's like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen but it's really it's been empty for ages and i had thought that this year was the year that i was going to do something with it. it was 2020 this is the year and you know from last year i started going up there because i bought the church just as i was about to have kids so Oh, right. you know, I got pregnant shortly after and then <laughs> the babies and everything just yeah. pretty much derailed that project <laughs> yeah. and I just had it there so I've been working with the council and that is like the big project you know I'm working with the council to see where to take things forward so so I'm in discussions with the council about what I'm going to do with that property and you know so that just basically watch that space as to what becomes of that so those are the main those are the main projects that I have at the moment. I literally had just come out of COVID um, when um, sorry out of two projects that yeah. were quite strong projects just before COVID hit, and the timing could not have been better. In that right. you know the market last year, I kind of knew was the time to buy. You know how it is if you're in the market. I'm yeah, just buying yeah. in auction. I can almost tell where the market is going just from okay. what's happening on in the auction room. Because right. the auction, I, and I said this to somebody and, and the guy said, yeah, actually, that's very true. Where the auction, mm. what happens in the auction is almost a predetermination of what's going to happen in the market. Because, right. yeah, because I just noticed across the years that if people are buying, buying, buying in the auction, then what's going to happen is that in the market, people are going to be buying, buying, buying. And mm-hmm. that's, so last year, people weren't buying as much. There was still a bit of a buzz to buy property, but people weren't buying. So I felt like this is the time to be buying. 
you would think that mm-hmm. coronavirus has stopped people from buying. Actually, people are buying <laughs> people more now. Are you serious? Like, it's so bizarre. It is so bizarre. Like, oh my god! Time, I'll give you an example. Where last last year, the prophecy I bought a prophecy about um, September, August, September, on okay. the same street, a property came in the auction just last week, and I was monitoring it because I thought, well, that property did very well. Um, okay. to add value very quickly and you know like real like 25% markup in London so yeah. you know so I thought oh I need to find a property on that same street you know this property uh-huh. went up by like 40k from what I paid for it last year in the in a downturn market oh my god yes so, wow <laughs> so yeah so people are buying right now so I would say I'm just looking and watching like you know because I always feel like if people there's a frenzy to buy they just wait and watch and see what's happening so oh my god that is <laughs> i mean that's eye-opening that's very interesting oh i really corona times people are wow yeah, they are buying they are buying wow. and not just local investors foreign investors and you know international like people are buying i guess because they feel like this you know with everything that's gone gone on with the lockdown that mm-hmm, the market mm-hmm. is now poised for you to pick good deals what exactly. I'm saying, what I'm saying, I see. because yeah. I got in in the last recession, right? So it was 2008 yeah. that I got in and I bought the property. And I'm seeing the differences that in 2008, there was fear in the market. People were not buying. Okay. People okay. were scared. Everybody, you know, there was a financial crisis. Banks yeah. had like withdrawn a lot of loans. And so the market uh-huh. was tight. And right. so getting loans is very difficult, number one. Number two, there was a lot of stock on the market. So there was a lot of properties. Like I remember once, because um, I was always looking at like Northwest London, Central London. Mm-hmm. There was once in one auction, there were 44 properties in a certain wow. area, like in Maidaville. Imagine Maidaville, like prime. <laughs> like wow. 44 <laughs> properties in the same auction. Now, if you find one property, you'd be lucky. Do you understand? So stock levels now mm. are very, very mm-hmm. low because people don't need to sell there's no you know right now people have because of all the quantitative easing and government policies there's a lot mm-hmm. of cash in the market there's a lot of cash out there in the market, so i see yeah and nobody has to sell they've protected us against the impact for now so let's right. see what happens on the back end of the year when things really start to when you know the government all the, the money starts to weed out you know mm-hmm. then we'll really see what's going on so so yeah, let's, uh, let's property doing. business. This is I so <laughs> eye opening. This is so eye opening, guys. Visit Property Mom podcast. You will learn a whole lot more. Yeah. A whole lot more. Yeah. No, this is amazing. Yeah. Ah, honestly, I'm I'm enjoying it because I'm just I'm taking it all in. I, I mean, clearly, I'm not in the property world. I I'm I, I'm looking to learn bits and pieces here and there from you and mm-hmm. i mean of course we'll probably talk about this later because my goodness there's so mm-hmm. much going on i mean it's quite uh it's quite interesting to know that people are really really purchasing right now during mm-hmm. this lockdown period and it's mm-hmm. not even just locally international people yeah, people exactly. from outside are also coming in and investing that's mm-hmm. um that's really interesting to know mm-hmm. wow so no, this is uh, this is an amazing an amazing challenge that you've already <laughs> you're already taking on and already crushing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're already crushing this all. Okay, Dolapo. This is all nice and good. I want to find out one thing. Um I mean, I don't think I'm the only one that wants to find 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 that out. We already know that you know, you're behind this, you know, 
property portfolio, you're in the property industry, you're doing so well, and you've built up, you know, quite a, a, an enviable portfolio for yourself. And, you know, you're very, you're strong, you're spiritual and all of that. We get that. So, and you're a mother, most importantly, mm-hmm. your mother and your wife. So tell us, who is Dolapo? Is there something else we don't know? Who's the woman behind all this? There's got to be more. There's got to be something that you can share. <laughs> something you can tell us. Who's the woman behind it all? <laughs> you're really, you're really digging deep, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> why not? So I think. Tell us. So in terms of motivations, I'm deeply, you know, spiritual is, you know, like I feel like everything that I have is from the spirit effectively so it's like I'm very much a spiritual person um, by nature and I really you know I take everything quite you know quite seriously in that respect Mm -hmm. but in addition I'm also you know as you know wife mom and I take family life seriously as well so you know that is also core to me as a person Um, so you know my family knows that very much that you know My husband is here shaking his head. (laughs) 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 He's he's a great guy. I like that. (laughs) So yeah, so your family, you know, definitely that. But I think, you know, I'm also very much a people person. Like I just love people and I like, you know, you know, I'm very sociable, like going out, like just spending time getting to know people. You know, that is really core to the type of person that I am as well. And, you know, I think ultimately, you know, I'm a businesswoman. So, you know, business is core to me, especially since I've immersed myself completely in it. So, you know, I feel like I'm also blessed. Hi, Dolapo. We sort of lost you. Are you there? Yeah. I said. Yes. Okay. You're back. (laughs) So I said, I I feel like I'm also blessed with foresight as well, because over the years, I, I feel like, you know, there's. <clears throat> there's that kind of understanding of what's to come and just making you know ed- the right um decisions you know and i feel like i could have right i could definitely have been more of a risk taker but you know okay. like i said i always protect against downside risk so i you know okay. i'm constantly evaluating yes i could make this much but what are the, uh-huh. what is the downside of taking this decision i'm, I'm constantly evaluating so if I can, if I'm comfortable with what that risk will be, then I'll do a project or I'll do, like I said, I, I launched out of my job. But, you know, I always mm-hmm, say, yeah. you know, when people ask the question, um, how did you have the, 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 the strength or the bravery to be able to do it? And I say, it wasn't that brave because I'd already matched my salary, but at least almost matched my yeah. salary by the time I was leaving. So I already had proven to myself that I could earn income on my own without needing to rely yeah. on my full-time job before I then launch yeah. out. Um, yeah. And I yeah. still and I still learned the hard way that even launching mm-hmm. out then may have been too soon because <clears throat> in the world of mortgages and getting finance, they are very, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's quite difficult if you're self-employed and you haven't mm-hmm. been self-employed for long, you know, because even mortgage right. companies are also assessing that, oh, should we give you a mortgage? What if you run into trouble, you know? <clears throat> you don't okay. start about setting up a business, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they are also watching to see that you know they don't want their you know their fi- financial investment in you to to be lost. So it's you know so these are all the 
aspects of being a businesswoman that one has to consider. So I think fundamentally those are the the core. That's the core me. you know in terms oh. of who I am yeah <laughs> wow 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 the luck I can never get enough I can never get enough <laughs> yeah, <I know laughs> thank you so that. much <laughs> well thank you so much yeah. the luck this has you. this has been amazing oh, honestly I've I've learned a whole lot and I I do hope our listeners are you know you guys are picking up on 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 you know this conversation and uh, and you've learned quite a lot and to be honest you would learn a whole lot more if you go to Dolapo's podcast propertymum.co.uk and uh, you get to see Dolapo and you also get to hear Dolapo she's got this very very lovely website i just love it oh, it's just okay. lovely <laughs> so Dolapo um before i let you go you've got to give us just one last uh, parting advice for our listeners what what do you have for them yeah so parting advice i definitely will say You know, for for the listeners, you know, I know um, a lot of people don't. You know, people are getting more savvy about their financial, their financial um, future. But uh-huh. you know, I feel like we should definitely. I, I, I'm also speaking to myself. Is we should definitely take more responsibility for our financial education and taking responsibility for our future and not just relying on our what I call the single income risk, which is uh-huh. where you just have your salary. and yeah. we're just relying completely on that. I feel like yeah. we should definitely be building assets for the future, leaving a legacy for your children. I know most of us are that way inclined, you know, if you're a businesswoman, if you're if, even if you're working in corporate world, sometimes you are thinking, but you know you're busy. People are busy yeah. and it's sometimes yeah. difficult to to earmark time to really dedicate to building up assets. But it's yeah. very crucial that you end up building those assets while you're young so that as you get older you have something to kind of rely on. So I feel like you know my own parting um advice in addition to say being strong and being resilient and all of that is just really take responsibility for your financial future and put building blocks in place that you will meet in the future it's almost like you're investing for your future so right. future plan effectively so That's, yeah, that's just my parting advice. <laughs> <Designing> <laughs> it's, it's a useful one. It's an amazing one, and thank you so much for it. And I mean, you 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 actually say that. Um, I I had a a guest recently, mm-hmm. uh, Rookie, and uh, she I mean she she said almost the same thing mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but hers was also I mean just as you're in property, she's in finance, mm-hmm. and she was very much about uh, educating people, mm-hmm. especially women. about yeah, you know their financial future yes. exactly exactly so no this is amazing this is amazing and yeah. it's true listeners one single income salary well it's great if you have you know if you receive so much yeah, <laughs> but if no, you but feel you what, don't what, receive what if, so much <laughs> yeah receive a lot what if something yeah. happens that's so like, true it's yeah just, you know it is so risky to to just kind of rely yeah. on the one thing but you yeah. know developing something else is hard work as well so you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, you yeah. can't have it all you, you can't have it all <laughs> but we can try and that's try. and that's the powerful part of yeah. it we should try so it's it's super yeah. important and Honestly, I, I I really love that. Then yeah. on, on it, thank you. I don't even know what to say anymore because <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has yeah, been so think... enlightening and inspiring. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that you know it's funny that with digital te- um, uh, technology now, it's actually easier yeah. than it has ever been to to kind of have yes. this sort of side hustle, isn't it? So yes, yeah, and we're all learning that. 
So even though I have my main property business, I'm now optimizing all of the, you know, access I have to digital technology mm-hmm. and raising, you know, raising like almost creating a different source of income in that direction. So, uh-huh. so indeed. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so, so much, Dolapo. <laughs> it's been amazing having you here. Yeah. And honestly, if I could have you here every time, that would be amazing. I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can. I'm going to milk this opportunity. (laughs) I'm sure I can. So definitely, I mean, there'll be more episodes where, you know, we will talk more. I mean, maybe we would probably you know take it one at a time talk about your tourism side of business and talk about you know um uh, educating people on property and things like that so i mean we're looking forward to that and we'll also have uh, sessions where we'll have about three or four people and you know where we can have this uh uh four-way conversation on on, oh, on property be- and also yeah. on different uh, industries and how it's all married together you know so this is That's this is just idea. amazing I almost don't want you to go. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, listeners, thank you very much uh, for your time uh, as always uh, today. And uh, we look forward to having you again in our next episode. And we thank Dolapo uh, Dolly. Uh, that's what sometimes I love to call her. Uh, and that's what most people call her, actually. Uh, we thank her for, for joining us today and, you know, giving us a little bit of an insight into into who she is and as an entrepreneur, as a mompreneur, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. And, and she also calls herself, <laughs> you know, giving us a little bit of an insight into, into, into her life and um, especially her career uh, side of things. So, Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Dolapo, and uh, thank you. And here we're signing up from Blue Citron. And have a happy listening. Take care. Bye.